And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate. It's all about helping you understand your buying decisions. Very heavy on real estate today on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And disclaimer for our audience, we're going to talk about real estate fraud. We're going to talk about some fraudulent schemes here uh, with Matthew Cox. He is a uh, guest on our show today, former, he's an author and also a convicted felon. Now he's uh, living a life where he's trying to right his wrongs. And what he's doing now is he's teamed up with Kevin Overstreet. He's writing, uh, Kevin Overstreet is the founder of Insured Title Agency. Also author of Fraud Shine State. Now, Matthew Cox, if you've seen American Greed or or kind of been in Tampa Bay real estate for a while, you know the name. Uh, He is a convicted felon. He's a mortgage fraudster and also was flipping uh, real estate properties using straw buyers, taking out multiple loans on properties. And so we're going to talk about his story. It's going to be an interesting story here for you. Uh, He did 109 properties at the pinnacle of his uh, run and his run in with the law. He's a former USF uh, graduate and he was charged of conspiracy. And you've seen him on Forbes. You've seen him on a lot of different social media sites as well. But uh, he's going to talk about we're going to we're going to talk about, you know, why are politicians and maybe, you know, some of our uh, you know legal uh, institutions? Why are we not cracking down on this type of crime? It's out there and it's still happening today. And, and uh, Kevin Overstreet also is on the show and he's talking about uh, his new book, Fraud Shine State, where he's identifying this and talking about how. Title insurance ensures the sins of the past on the property. Maybe if there's an encroachment on the property, but it doesn't give you anything going forward, ensuring the floor, the, the future of the real estate property and making sure your title's clean. So we want to help you with that, understanding your buying decisions here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, making you just a bit more street smart. Save our hotline number in your phone at some point. You may need it. 813-670-7372. You used to call me on my cell phone. 813-670-7372. Consumer ConsumerQB.com. We are hiring right now as well, so we're looking for realtors to join our team. We have a, a, a plethora of leads coming in right now, lots of listings leading to new buyers and sellers, as well as investors here with the Consumer Quarterback Show. My wife, Lindsay, and I own and operate a top team here in Tampa Bay. Lindsay is a specialist in feng shui. She's certified in feng shui and also uh, the, the interior design and healing side. Uh, she has a business with that as well, feng shui of Tampa Bay. And I'm a certified negotiation expert. I actually teach branding and negotiation at both of the realtor boards here in Tampa Bay. Uh, So we want to help you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. Of course, we would love to talk to you. We actually give our listings an opportunity to be featured on our syndicated show uh, right here in Tampa Bay. So we've got some properties right here in Tampa Bay, like 1410 North Betty uh, Road. Uh, North Betty Lane, that is 1410 North Betty Lane. This is a car wash right here in Tampa Bay. So we're looking for an investor that would like a passive income opportunity. This is a three-bay car wash right here in Clearwater. You own the real estate. You own the land. And the owner tells me he only puts two hours a week into updating this property and keeping it uh, you know, running properly. And there's also some specialty uh, folks that you can bring in if you have issues with that. So uh, hot real estate property at Betty Lane here in Tampa Bay. Also, we've got 4207 Cox. Drive. This is a beautiful opportunity to build your dream home in Lando Lakes, Lakefront at 4207 Cox Drive. This is a property that is on the lake and it's on Bell Lake, which is a 90 acre ski lake, fishing, 
uh, jet skis, all the good stuff that you want to do. Live that Florida lifestyle right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. So uh, when we come back, our expert contributors in studio today, we got special guest Matthew Cox, again, American Greed. He was on the FBI's most wanted list, so, uh, the Secret Service as well. Uh, he got arrested. Find out about his story, his prison sentence, and his restitution that he's working hard uh, to pay back uh, to those victims, as well as Kevin Overstreet, author of Fraudshine State and uh, title insured uh, agency, insured title agency that is here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We've got a great lineup for you, talking about real estate in Tampa Bay, talking about fraud and things that you can do to be a diligent consumer as your consumer advocate right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter, Consumer Quarterback Show page on Facebook, Facebook.com as well, forward slash Brandon Rhymes PA. We'd love to connect with you. And we'll be right back after this short break from our sponsors. Don't go anywhere. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Welcome to 2020. Brandon Rhymes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, top 1% real estate team in the United States. Got an opportunity to engage with you as a loyal listener of our show. Uh, check out PlatinumMVPTeam.com, and we would love to help you if you're buying, selling, or investing in real estate. Work with the local economist of choice. And also, if you're a realtor and want to grow your business, we would love to talk to you as well. 813-670-7372, 670-7372, Team.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay. Featured in Florida Realtor Magazine, Top Agent Magazine, The Business Journal. We're looking for inventory. Attention sellers. We need more inventory to sell. If you're a seller on the fence thinking about selling your property, we want to hear from you. Free comparable market analysis at 813-670-7372. 813-670-7372. Check out ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here. I'm your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. We would love to talk to you, and we do buy houses cash as well. Quick fast cash offers on your real estate properties. Got some hot listings here uh, in Tampa Bay. 212 Bunker Hill Lane. This is in Dunedin. One of the beautiful uh, areas in all of Tampa Bay is Dunedin. And this is a nice, affordable property, mid-200 price range. And you are very close to all the beaches. Of course, Honeymoon Island right around the corner. Live the Florida lifestyle at its best at 212 Bunker Hill Lane in Dunedin, Florida. 6417 Yvette Drive. This one's in Hudson Beach. And it's on a canal, deep water access to the open waters of Hudson Beach at 6417 Yvette Drive, right up in beautiful Hudson, Florida. Check out all of our real estate properties at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. And this segment is brought to you by Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, Brothers Easy Moving. Whether you're planning a local or long-distance move, they can help you with the packing, junk hauling, and office moves. Check out Brothers Easy Moving and let them know that the real estate quarterback sent you. And take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer 
quarterback show. All right, we're going to welcome in new uh, show partner here, Kevin Overstreet, author of Fraudshine State and owner of Insured Title Agency. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for coming in and, you know, kind of serving the community as, you know, today's show, we're going to talk about some things, kind of a little quick little disclaimer. You know, we're not condoning any of this. We're not, uh, uh, what we're doing is we're talking about what could happen, what you can look out for and how to potentially correct it. And uh, do you want to introduce uh, Matthew Cox as well? Yeah. So, um, the the company the the book that I wrote uh, which isn't out yet is called Fraud Shine State and it's about title theft. I've been selling I've been a title insurance agent for 22 years and I've uh, my people and I have closed about 45,000 transactions and so we've seen it all and um, the problem with educating people in in the public is they don't believe it. Uh, how could this happen? I've never heard of it type of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so I found out about my, my new friend, Matt, and um, I'll let him tell his story, but I'll just do a quick intro. He, he did exactly the things that my book is about. Mm-hmm. So he's actually going to write the foreword to the book uh, so people will know it's a real thing before they start reading. And he's, he was in Tampa Bay doing a lot of this, and uh, he has said, and he'll he'll say it again on the show, but... He has said if uh, any any properties that he was targeting, which something like 103 properties in Ybor City were targeted and and uh, messed with. 109. 109, sorry. According to the FBI. Yeah. So, uh, however, if my property firewall, uh, which is something that we put into the public record, the problem with anyone any other company that's doing what I do is they're a hundred percent reactive right and we're the only one that has a deterrence and it's patented and it is a ADT sign in your front lawn but it's digital and um, no one that's going to steal title to a property or do bad things to a property via the public public records is they have to understand public records they're going to look at all the documents they're going to see this mm-hmm. and they're just going to go to a different house so Without it, you don't have an alarm system. With it, you do. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 it's a different type of protection than people have ever thought about, but um, it can be absolutely devastating. So um, I'm rambling. So to introduce uh, Matt Cox, he's um, he got out of prison uh, about a year ago, and he'll tell you uh, more about that. But um, we've developed a really good rapport so far. Uh, he's... He's valuable to me because he is proof that what I'm talking about is a real thing. Right. And um, and then we can talk about um, more about what I'm doing later or whatever because I'd like to get, to get to Max and, and learn or to Matt and learn his story or at least parts of it. And and by the way, my uh, best friend is a documentary filmmaker, and we're kicking around the idea of doing um, a full length documentary on Matt. So. Yeah. Yeah, so so Matt Cox, welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show, my friend. Um, University of South Florida graduate. You spent you you were convicted. You had American Greed come in. What a roller coaster of a story you've had. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the nicest way to put it. <laughs> tell us tell us a little bit about the origins and, and kind of give our listeners a synopsis of you know what happened here uh, with your with your story. Um, I mean, the short version or the five minute version or ten minute version, I guess is. Um, that I owned a, a mortgage company in Tampa, Florida, and uh, in the process of that, I also flipped houses and you know dealt with a lot of real estate and was involved in a lot of real estate transactions. And at some point, I ended up on federal probation, 
uh, as a result of uh, being caught for essentially lying on an application. I lost the mortgage company and uh, I actually sold it to somebody. And so what ended up happening was I began to commit fraud. Like I knew there were these loopholes out there and there were these issues out there. And at the point that I was in dire straits, I decided, you know, you either claim bankruptcy and move into your parents' spare room and start over and, or you, you start committing fraud. So I went the fraud angle and the, the way it ties in with, uh, with, um, fraud shine state is that one of the main things I did, one of the main frauds I realized was, or one of the main vulnerabilities in the system that I realized was of course the, uh, how the gaping holes in public records. And so what I did was I did multiple things, but I started buying cheap houses and recording the values of those homes at five times their value. And I drove the price of an Ebor city up by, I believe it was roughly, they were selling for 60,000. When I was done, they were selling for around two fifty. And the, and sorry to interrupt, but the, the, the ingenious and simple, uh, way that he did that blew my mind. So you buy a $100,000 property and mm-hmm. you pay $700 in um, doc stamps. stamps. Yep. And that's how the the clerk records the price of the sales based on what the deed says. Right. <clears throat> so just make it a $300,000 property. You bought it for 100, but the three but the deed says you're paying $2100 in deed stamps. Mm-hmm. You've got a $300,000 property. So right. instantly just by recording it that way inflated the value right but yep. I, and so i went into ybor city and i i did that with house after house after house drove the price through the roof owned all these houses in the name of synthetic identities fake people and then i would refinance the house have the lender lend me money pull out that money um, obviously on the refi out of the home make a few payments let the house go into foreclosure and then the lenders would foreclose on properties and they never had any idea that i just ripped them off for a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. so the way it really ties in with a uh, uh, fraudulent state is that one of the many deviations of, of that particular type of fraud was uh, I also would go in and convince someone to to lease me their home. So I rent your house from you. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I assume your identity. And once I've assumed your identity and I own your house, I go in, and all I'm saying assume your ID. I mean, just make a fake ID. Right. You can order them online. You can make one. They're not difficult to make. Mm-hmm. So now I have an ID that says that says I'm you. I don't necessarily have to have the same date of birth as you. I don't have to have the same full name as you. As long as it, my name matches what's on the deed. And then what I do is I go to public records. I pulled up the um, pulled up your home and. I would find out where your what mortgage company you were with, and I'd fill out a fake satisfaction of mortgage. I'd manufacture one, and listen, it's so it was so easy. One time, I signed the satisfaction with the the name C Montgomery Burns, the aging tycoon on The Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. So I satisfy the loan, I file it in public records, and now your house doesn't have a mortgage on it anymore. So, and I'm you. So then and, and, I, and you have no idea. So yeah, you have no clue. So the homeowners are sitting there making their payments to their mortgage company right. because they don't get, they don't know that a deed happened. Right. And they also don't know that a satisfaction of mortgage happened. Neither does the lender because it didn't happen on their ends. So they are, 
making payments on a mortgage that's been satisfied of a record but is still valid, yeah. while, while Matt's taking out mortgages that are um, not legitimate. And like you said, um, imagine you're, you're you're living in your home and a process server shows up to serve you, no, to serve. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah, um, you. Here's your foreclosure papers. Yeah, right. exactly. You're, so, being, you're being foreclosed on, and you've also put the first lender in a way in a, in a bad position. Right. right. Well, so once once I've satisfied that loan, I then just call, I just, then just apply for mortgages in your name. Mm-hmm. I call a bunch of hard money guys. They'd come out to the house. They'd look at the house, and they'd say, "Yeah, the house is worth two hundred thousand. I'll lend you one hundred fifty thousand. I go, "Great, no problem." We set up closing. Two an hour later, another hard money guy shows up. I do the same thing. An hour later, another guy shows up. So I close three loans on your house at the same time. Yeah. The only reason you're vulnerable is because when I originally went down to public records and pulled up your the history of your house, I knew that I could satisfy that loan and you would never have any idea that I'd satisfy <clears throat> the loan and that I was then taking out additional mortgages on your house. Yeah. I mean, there's multiple versions of this. I've gone out. I've gone out and I've bought houses, owner finance, somebody's owner financed the house to me. They have a mortgage on the house. I then, after the closing, I'd turn around and I'd go to public records. I'd satisfy the loan that they just gave me on the house. Right. Multiple, I've done this multiple times. Wow. I've done it in South Carolina. I've done it in, I mean, I've done it in Tennessee, Col- right? Yeah, I've done it in Tennessee and South Carolina. I've done it here in Florida. Um, I bought houses in Georgia. So, and if we think it, if anyone thinks, that there aren't people that are doing this right now. They're, they're insane. Um, let me take a couple minutes to update you on the guy in Pinellas County. Let me reset cut. real quick. By the yeah. way, if you just join us, we're talking with uh, Matthew Cox. You've seen him on American Greed. He was on the FBI's most wanted list, uh, you know, convicted of some mortgage fraud, flipping homes, flipping, you know, having basically they call it a straw buyer, I believe, when you invent an identity, it's called a straw buyer. Uh, and then we also have Kevin Overstreet here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He's uh, author of Fraudshine State and also a new partner with Insured title agency here in tampa bay i'm your host brandon brimes go ahead kevin well let's talk about the the, the sponsorship first so um I, I met you a couple years ago and i really liked you you're, you're a cool guy and i'm like man i want to get his business i want to be his friend but he's got another sponsor and i have a rule that says i don't become friends with people that i don't make money from and uh, um, so uh, when you called and said the opportunity was open for me to be your title sponsor i was thrilled to do that and uh um, very much thank you, and I'm looking forward yeah. to a great relationship with that. <clears throat> um, cool. So the P- Pinellas guy, can I talk about him? Yeah, go ahead. So in December of 2018, I told this story a little bit the last time I was here. My closer at my – I have two title companies. One is Synergy Title down in Madera Beach. She noticed a discrepancy on a deed, simply a misspelled Signature, which most people don't misspell their signature. Mm. And she started digging deeper, and she figured out that this guy, who's a licensed real estate broker, still, uh, still. was was trying to sell sixteen stolen properties to one of our investor clients. Wow! And um, he did a multitude of things, but it's typically deeding the property to himself, satisfying the mortgage, and selling it. But here's two amazing things that he did. He there was a gentleman in foreclosure with Wells Fargo, um, and the lender foreclosures take a couple years, especially a few years ago. <clears throat> so a Liz Pendant was filed. So this guy deeded the property fraudulently to himself, waited a little bit, 
and did a fake satisfaction of the Liz pendants because after the property sells, the money would go to them. It's a it's a lien, and then remarkably, uh, the put it put the lender he he assigned the mortgage from the lender to an entity that he controls. So now when he sells that house, which he may have by now, he's going to get all of the proceeds except the payoff, which he's also going to get. Mm. And then even better, um, he found a guy in foreclosure and kind of did the same thing and um, made it look like he was no longer in foreclosure. And then this guy took out a private money loan for $150,000 from his friend. No money changed hands. He uh, didn't make a single payment, and then that guy foreclosed on him. And and they were doing it together. Mm. So uh, it went all the way to – they used the court system to commit fraud. They're standing in court committing fraud. And it went all the way to auction sale – and a smart investor is going to look at the title, but they're going to see that lender's not involved anymore. And it's sold for $170,000. And the lender who loaned nothing, the private guy, got his hundred and fifty k from the judgment, and they probably split it. Wow. And then the guy is still going to be foreclosed on by Wells Fargo. Right. Yeah, it's unbelievable, you know, how, the, how this can happen. And even going back, just going back to like, uh, you know, 06, 07, 08, before the, the 08 meltdown happened, you know, I worked for Argent Mortgage Company at one time, Equifirst, and uh, I was a, uh, worked for Residential Finance Corporation. A lot of people in Tampa Bay and the industry know that company. But back then, you could be a loan officer without an NMLS license number. Yeah, so think, think about that. You know, back then, we didn't even track each individual loan officer. It was just, you know, the company and whoever's underneath that company, kind of like a banker or sales associate. So a lot of the stuff that we were doing it's it's untrackable you know you you weren't able to track it and it seems like there's a disconnect especially when it comes to public record that seems to be where the issue lies yeah that's where the um exposure is um you're totally exposed it's public record and and i do this all the time i'll show up and say here's your property that you own with your wife and here's the deed that i just prepared it's forged it's a fake notary um i can record this in minutes and then public record wise i own your property and i can sell it yeah. if you're a snowbird especially yeah. but um the the public records are it's not going to change they're always going to be public this was a presidential act in the 50s and everyone can see everything and people are stealing title or affecting title to, in, in different nefarious ways mm-hmm. from their computer. Yeah, you no longer have to go there. You don't exactly. send documents there. You you electronically record them. Yeah, and the counties, the, uh, of course, they have absolutely zero liability, zero due diligence that they have to do. They have to see, oh, it's signed. We got paid, and this looks okay. Right, but they're sure as hell not going to. Um, call the notaries and make sure they're legitimate. And um, to, to Matt's uh, point about the fake IDs, I hate to say this, but my daughter is in college, and she got one for $65. Mm. It's a California ID because bouncers aren't going to recognize it as well. Right. And it's exactly her date of birth, everything, same street address, but in a city in California. Wow. And when I think about the... the um, what title companies, even mine, what we do is we need proof of ID. 
Right. Can we make a copy of your driver's license? Mm-hmm. Oh, your Nevada driver's license that we don't know what it's supposed to look like? Right. And the, the people, that, the homeowners of rental properties that live out of state are the, are the most prime victim. Yeah. <clears throat> because you can take his identity. No one here knows what he looks like. Right. And say, yeah, I'm Jim Johnson. Yep. Here's my ID. Yep. And now I'm selling my house. It's free and clear because I satisfied the mortgage, and I'm going to get $300,000 for it. Yeah. yeah but, we'll um, leave it there. Look, uh, Matt, sorry to interrupt there. We're going right. to leave it there for this segment. We're going to come back more from Matthew Cox here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, we've got Kevin Overstreet in studio as well. We're going to talk more about this title fraud issue. Some of the things happened. We're going to dive deeper into Matthew's story as well that landed him as an FBI most wanted uh, on that list. I think it might have been even the top of that list here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us and don't miss this. Don't miss this great content. We'll be right back. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rives. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here. I'm your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. A couple of hot listings for this segment, and we help our sellers maximize the exposure on the sale of their properties, helping them profit more, sell faster for top dollar right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. 4214 Peaceful Lane in Lando Lakes. This is a gorgeous property. Great development opportunity, residential uh, building development opportunity. Lakefront lots available right here in Lando Lakes, Florida. Owners motivated. This property's priced over a million dollars, but you've got eight lots to build on, five of which are right on the waterfront of Bell Lake, which is a 90-acre ski lake right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. Looking for builders and developers for that property and some of our other vacant land listings. Um, I'm going to ask Rob to scroll through some of our vacant land uh, that we have. We've got a dozen or so vacant land properties available. 1401 Seminole Boulevard in Largo. Commercial opportunity. Corner lot, 0.82 acres in the city of Largo. Oh, 4207 Cox Drive, Lando Lakes, right across the street from that peaceful lane that we were talking about, right across the lake on Bell Lake. Great opportunity right here in Tampa Bay. Great opportunity in Palm Harbor, 516 Alt 190, Alternate 19 in Palm Harbor. Build your office or uh, mixed-use property right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Somewhere, somewhere, sunny. And this segment is brought to you by the Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, the beautiful Bill Maher Beach Resort on Treasure Island. Check out our friends over uh, Clyde Smith. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Beautiful Bill Maher Beach Resort. Two pools on site. Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant as well. Beautiful beach. Great opportunity to enjoy a wonderful staycation. Check out the Bill Maher Beach Resort right on Treasure Island. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you and take them up on those special offers. And instead of just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, we got Kevin Overstreet on the show today, insured title agency, author of Fraud Shine State. Also, Matthew Cox, uh, he's a he's a, a former mortgage broker and admitted for, uh, mortgage fraudster and uh, was uh, on the FBI's list as well. Matthew, I want to go back to you. You were going to comment on something that Kevin was saying at the end of the segment. Uh, yeah, he was 
saying that um, you know the bit, people come in with a uh, they would get a fake out of state ID, and I was going to say, I mean, if you're committing this kind of a crime, most likely, like in my case, I would go into the DMV in Florida and get a, a driver's license in the person's name that I'm that I'm actually assuming their identity, or even if it's a, a synthetic identity that I created, I would get a, an ID. And I can go in in Florida with a Florida ID and they can check it out and the cops can run it and everything. And it's going to check out. I mean, I've I've done this with people where they live five miles away from the house. Right. So, you know, you're saying snowbirds and, and IDs that are out of state. I can do this. Listen, you're renting me the house. You can live down the street. I don't I don't need you to be out of state. I'll, I'll take your house. If you live down the street, you can say I'll say hi to you every day. So it, it, it really listen. If you have this level of expertise. Right. You've probably got. You're probably very, um, very effective at committing multiple types of fraud. And this is just a way, instead of stealing someone's credit card, this is a way of taking someone's entire house and not just taking the value of the home, but five or six times the value of the home. I bought, I bought a house one time for 80 grand. I borrowed over a million dollars on the house. Wow. Just by applying to multiple banks and having multiple loans going on at the same time. Absolutely. And think yeah. about, think about two, two people that are particularly at risk, um, of course, unfortunately, always the elderly are, um, especially if their home is free and clear. Yeah. But snowbirds. Yeah. So if I know that my neighbor goes to to Ohio every year for six months and the house is vacant, yep. I change title to me, I satisfy his mortgage, I wait a little while, and I sell it. Yeah. If And then the other people that are the most – in the best position to commit this crime and um, – I think when I come back, I'll dive deep into what the crime is and how it happens. But are tenants of rental properties? Mm. Because think about it: your landlord lives maybe out of town, maybe out of state. You never hear from him. You change title from him to you, mm-hmm. and then you list it with a realtor. Your due diligence, due diligence as a realtor, is checking the public records that they've manipulated. Exactly, which is the same as mine. Yep, and. This happens all the time. There, there's a title company in Hillsborough County, and, I, and I won't say their name because he's a friend of mine, but last year they determined that they had sold or they had closed on 60 stolen properties. Wow. But you never hear about it. Right like here no in one, Tampa Bay. No, no one's yeah. heard about Matt's 109 properties in, in um, Ebor. It's, well, they heard about it after the fact, I think, on American Greed and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Forbes and uh, the paper at the time. Was it a St. Pete St. Times? Pete Times. Yeah, St. Pete Times. So, Matt, I want to go into some of the stories because I was listening to some of the other content online. And uh, one, of the, one of the interesting stories is when you're in the bank and they're, they're starting to second guess some of your identities. Can you, can you walk us through that scenario you had there? This is great. Um, second uh, It was when you were at, I think it was Wachovia, and they, they, oh, yeah, 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 they yeah. had you and you just talked your way out of it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had actually bought a couple properties, and I'd convinced uh, two sellers to owner finance me their properties. And then I went into public records, and I satisfied the loans. And then I borrowed four or five times what the value of the house is. I borrowed $1.3 million on, uh, um, in, uh, in Columbia. Anyway, uh, so this house worth, uh, I think it was worth about 130000 And I borrowed like seven, eight $800,000 on it. And so it's funny because actually... I had applied for a loan for like five or six loans, and one of the broker, one of the mortgage, one of the loan officers at the bank went on vacation and came back, and then ordered the title. So by the time she showed up, I'd already closed like five or like five loans. Wow! So I go in and I'm I'm withdrawing all the funds. I've def, I've then put all the money into the various va- bank accounts, 
and I actually walked into the bank and I have a real driver's license. So I have a real, oh, I'm sorry, I have a real ID in South Carolina as a guy named Gary Sullivan, which was a homeless person that I had surveyed and stolen his identity from Las Vegas because that's what I do. Yep. So um, I'm, I go in the bank. I've been pulling out money. I think I pulled out four, five or six hundred thousand dollars. And so I go into uh, Wachovia one day and I'm pulling out whatever nine thousand, seven thousand, whatever I was doing uh, every couple of days. So I go in one day and I pull out like eight or nine grand and a couple police officers came up behind me, sheriff's deputies, sorry, and they grabbed me and handcuffed me. They grabbed my ID and they said, look, you know, you're being detained. We're pulling you in the back room. They bring me in the back room. And what had happened was the abstractor had, for that particular bank, had gone down and realized that there were three mortgages that had already shown up in public records. And she knew immediately that's fraud. This guy's got three mortgages. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, they almost never do that. They, they almost never check public record afterwards. Right. Well, no, no. She, it wasn't afterwards. Remember, she, it got ordered later than oh. the other ones. Okay, so title already was... I'd already closed. It was already reflecting those other loans. I'd already closed five loans. She mm-hmm. was, they were gonna, supposed to be the sixth or seventh loan, so they ordered it late. Right. So because of, because of a, just a mistake on their part, they ended up coming across it. So I get grabbed. I got pulled into the, um, the manager's office at the bank. Well, it was a Wachovia bank. And they wait, and the detective shows up, and he says, hey, listen, there's a, a fraud alert out from Wachovia's fraud department, and they're telling us they want to have you arrested. And he, I, he walked in. I remember he said, he said, look, at apparently you've got three, lo- three mortgages on this house. And I said, is that illegal? And he goes, you know, I don't know. He goes, but they're they're really upset about it, and they they want um, they want you arrested. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. I said, I haven't done anything wrong. I came to the bank. I applied for a loan. Yeah. They give me a loan. Yeah. And he goes, huh? So he gets Wachovia's. I'll speed it up. Uh, gets Wachovia's head of security on the on the or head of fraud department on the phone. And he's saying, look, the guys borrowed three first mortgages. Well, the mortgages don't really say that they're in first. But that, what's it doesn't say on the mortgage that it's a first mortgage lien. Right. It just says it's a mortgage. Right. So I'm like, well, I don't know. I looked at those properties. They didn't say anything about first mortgages. And he's like, well, what did you do? And I said, I don't have three first mortgages. I have a first mortgage, a second mortgage, and I have a, a HELOC. Yeah. And so Wachovia is screaming, that's not true. And I end up saying, that doesn't make, it doesn't make sense what they're saying. And we go back and forth. Wachovia is, I mean, Wachovia, the guy at Wachovia knew what I'd done, but the police officer doesn't. And I'm running, you know, I'm sitting here saying that, you know, look, I came in the bank. Wachovia gave me a first mortgage. I was trying to borrow a bunch, a, a lot of money on my house so I can buy some properties and flip properties. And so they sent me to another company, SunTrust. SunTrust gave me a second mortgage. Then they sent right. me to whatever the other mortgage company was. And they gave me a HELOC. I'm like, and I said, look, what makes sense? That the bank officer, loan officers got together to lend me half a million dollars. That a guy that works at a labor company, and I pull out my business card and I show him the business card. And it says I worked for labor on demand. I said, or that a guy at a labor company was able to trick the banks into lending him half a million dollars. I wouldn't know how to do this if I tried. Mm-hmm. So he's going. So the co- the, the 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 detective saying, "Yeah, this guy does. He, I don't think he could have pulled this off." He goes, "I think you've got a problem at the bank." <laughs> and so they end up going back and forth. And eventually, I remember the police officer or the guy on the phone ends up telling the police officer, "You know, listen, his ID starts with zero zero zero. It's a fake ID." And he goes, no, 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 it's a real ID. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Now I'm not Gary Sullivan? I go, come on, bro, what are we doing here? Yeah. And he's like, I know, Gary, I know, I know. I mean, I've totally got the cop on my side. So he ends up letting me, he ends up, they end up letting me follow them 
I'm shortening it up. They, they let me follow that. I convince him that I haven't done anything wrong and that there's a problem at the bank. Wachovia's head of security is going, or fraud department is going nuts. They let me follow them to the police station, go inside the police station, fill out a police report, get, get, and, and while I was in there, by the way, they had me wait in my, in the hallway and my secret service, I was secret services most wanted at that time. And I was on the FBI's, you know, I, the FBI was looking for me. I was on their website on their most wanted, but I was the secret services most wanted. And I, there was a secret service poster on the wall. Right. <laughs> of me. I remember it was the only color poster. Everything else was black and white. In the bank? No, no. This is in the police department. The police department. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, while they're getting everything signed off on, the police officer comes back and he's, okay, you know, Gary, ready to go? Sure, no problem. I get in my car. I remember before I left, he said, look, Gary, we, I, talked to the, I talked to the district attorney and we're still not, we're still trying to work this out. Do me a favor. Don't leave town. And I said, bro, where would I go? I own two houses. And he's like, okay, ha, ha, ha. I get in the car. I drive straight, straight to two more banks, pull out more money, get on the, get on the interstate, take off. And, um, and that was it. I left with like 600000 You know, And that was part of, you're getting ready to head to Jamaica, I think it was, or you're flying out of the country at that point? No, no, no. I, I drove to, I, think we, I went to, I went to, packed up all my stuff, went to Houston, went back. I mean, I've been to Jamaica. Listen, using fake IDs and fake driver passports, yep. I've been to, I've been to Mexico, I've been to Jamaica, Bermuda, been to um, Croatia, been to Italy, been to Greece, all using fake documents. So Matt Cox hasn't been any of those places, but he has. Yeah, yeah. but, but <laughs> multiple. See, Gary Sullivan has, um, um, Joel, or what is it? Gosh, we're going to take a big, quick break yeah. here, Matthew. Uh, when we come back, I want to ask you a little bit about you know the prison term, how it went down, uh, how you got arrested, and then the restitution side and, and how that might play out with your uh, author being an author and, and trying to work to pay back some of that money. Uh, stay sure. with us, Consumer Quarterback Show. More from Matthew Cox, uh, Kevin Overstreet here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVPRealty.net. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here. We appreciate you hanging out with us on the Consumer Quarterback Show and supporting the show. Our hotline number is 813-670-7372. Any uh, comments or uh, concerns on the show, or, or if you want to be connected to our 50-plus show partners, we've got over 50 show partners here, all supporting the local economy here in Tampa Bay. Reach out to our hotline, 813-670-7372. ConsumerQB.com is the website. This segment is brought to you by WholeBodyFuel.com, the official meal delivery service 
of the Consumer Quarterback Show, WholeBodyFuel.com. Reach out to Chef Brian Adamo and his team, Kevin and the fellows. They do a great job over there at Whole Body Fuel. Let them know the Real Estate Quarterback sent you. Take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, 3907 Carroll Pines Court. This is a great opportunity to own an intra-level property right here in Tampa Bay. It's a beautiful townhome right here just off of Waters and Humphrey right there at uh, Dale Mabry uh, area. Right there. 3907 Carroll Pines Court. you got a community pool close to Raymond James Stadium, the malls. Great opportunity to own real estate right here in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida. Check out PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, we got Kevin Overstreet in the house, author of Fraudshine State. He's a, a partner with Insured Title Agency as well, doing a lot of real estate closings here in Tampa Bay. And also, also Matthew Cox, he's an American author and was also a convicted uh, felon with mortgage broker, uh, fraudster, and, and also had uh, flipped some real estate properties with straw buyers. And uh, I guess the alleged amount of money, I think it was a $30 million fine, $57 million in restitution. Uh, penalty penalty uh, was 26 years in prison, but got out, I think, around, uh, was it 10 years or so, nearly a decade or so, Matthew? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was uh, 12 and a half years. 12 and a half years. So uh, so you served your time, you're back out, and you are helping Kevin with his book and, and trying to show, you know, again, kind of a disclaimer for our audience. We're not kind of glorifying this stuff, this activity, but we're saying it's 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 there. You know, it's it's out there. That's why you pay, uh, you know, these title fees and you have opportunities with Kevin's company um, to um, title update, to check the title and make sure you're not uh, having this type of situation play out. So kind of bring us to a conclusion here, Matthew. How did, how did you end up getting caught? How did you work the plea deal? And what lessons did you learn through the, the prison system? system um yeah uh i think some of your numbers are off but that's fine i'll clarify it um yeah it, i mean basically you know I, it was uh it was 11 and a half million it was 11 and a half million in tampa it was on the run i was another three and a half million i ended up in uh i ended up in in uh nashville tennessee uh eventually uh, a friend of a friend uh turned me in and i got grabbed by the secret service uh, you know, I signed a plea deal and it was called an open plea and I ended up getting, uh, ended up getting, um, uh, 26 and a half years and I was, had my sentence reduced, t- uh, twice while incarcerated. Um, one of the things the government had me do was write an, an ethics and fraud course. And of course I, I participated in, in multiple, uh, magazine articles and also in, uh, several interviews with Dateline American and, and, uh, American Greed and I wrote an ethics and fraud course. And for that course, I got my sentence. I got my sentence reduced twice for uh, various cooperations. Um, and who better to write it? Right. Exactly. You know? yeah. And so, yeah, the, the ethics fraud course was used for um, all mortgage brokers take like nine hours. Or is it, I think it's I think it's eight or nine hours of continuing education every single year. And three hours of that is on ethics and fraud. And I wrote the course that most of the schools teach. So what ended up happening was uh, I I have uh, the FBI said my mortgage company did roughly forty million dollars in in bad loans, and that I was personally responsible for an additional fifteen million dollars. So the total was fifty five million. However, I ended up negotiating to the to repay six million dollars. There wasn't fifty five million in loss, but there was six million dollars is what the restitution is. And of course, while I was incarcerated, I ended up writing a bunch of store uh, different people's stories. I wrote my own story. Uh, I started, I became a true crime writer and I got out of prison and I now have what's called a judgment commitment that's, uh, that's on me. And therefore I have to pay back 
25% of whatever money I make goes to pay restitution for the duration. And uh, that's what I'm doing. And I'm also worse than, worse than child support. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also uh, I'm also um, obviously I'm trying to work with Kevin because because the, the fact of the matter is, is that the, the loopholes that I uh, took advantage of are still out there and nobody's trying to solve them. Nobody knows they exist. And right. it's funny because literally I've got friends that joke around like about, you know, my current situation and I always, you know, they're like, oh, what are you going to do for money? What are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about this? I always joke around and I'm like, look, worst case scenario is there's always fraud, <laughs> you know, and I joke around. I'm like, you think that when you look at a house, I look at a house the same way. When you see that vacant house over there, you see it the same way I do. And that's that's incredible. So right. Right. to in, me, that's a million dollars. In 15 years, they haven't changed anything. Nothing. Right. <clears throat> and Nothing. And listen, anybody and, and it happens <clears throat> all the time. I used to. People on the street would mail me letters about in New York. Apparently, it was rampant where pe- there were the, all these houses that are vacant right. and paid off, and they would just swap the deed for, mm. for what six bucks, seven bucks to right. swap a deed. I mean, it's nothing. It's it's something on your computer. I can satisfy all the, every lien on your property, take the property, put it up for sale, and sell it. The Miami chance Dade you're, was big too. The Miami chance Dade you're going to right. The chance you're even going to figure it out if you live in that city, <clears throat> it's like one in a ten thousand. I, I doubt nobody's ever going to figure that out the only time i ever got caught was because somebody accidentally <clears throat> stumbled across the, cr- the the crime and i still walked out of the bank yeah yeah so that's it, quite it, a story yeah, it's it's if i was a homeowner i'd i'd be terrified you got insurance on everything else why wouldn't you monitor the most valuable and most expensive possession you have right it, it's actually remarkable there's you have homeowners homeowners insurance which doesn't insure the ownership of your home and you have title insurance which insures the ownership of your home at the point of closing yeah and then after that (laughs) uh, i i say that title insurance is the baptism of the property and then after that that's where we take take over and start monitoring to make sure people don't get harmed right and um i don't i don't think we have time for me to go into much fraud shine stuff probably yeah we got like three minutes okay well um yeah, you look at you look at the way the system's set up. You know, you said not much has changed. Well, what what our politicians did in Washington D.C. at some point, they came in with this Dodd Frank Act, and and what it did is it favored the bigger banks. It favored favored the big players. You all know the big names. I don't have to sit go through the Wells Fargo, all the different names, but. It, and it hurt the smaller business owner, but, which I think is what recently happened as well with this bailout money, the trillion dollar, four trillion dollars that we just bailed out again. It's hurting the middle income earners, small business guys and women. But that, that, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that I can swap the deed to your house. Exactly. And walk away with your home or sell your rental property. And you wouldn't even figure it out for another two or three months till they started foreclosing. Right. Until, it, until, you, the, until you as the rent, uh, the renter stop making payments. And they call you, and you're gone because you sold the house. Right. right. And think of, think about showing up. Um, if you're a snowbird, you show up to your to your uh, wintertime home, and there's a family living there. Right. They've established homestead. Yep. They've, they've got their children in school. Florida has the Florida homestead. All of, all the of the things that that encompasses. It's extremely friendly to the owners of the home. I believe you're going to have a hard time getting them out. Right. Because they did a bona fide sale with a bona fide lender, bona fide title company. Yep. And and aren't you going to look like an a-hole too? You've got 
Yeah. You got this family you're going to throw out of this house and put them on the street. You got court costs, you got attorney's fees, all that's going to, to reverse what had originally happened. Yeah. What about when you have a very a similar situation is when you have uh, you know, people go move into a vacant home. I forget the word escapes me for that. Um, squatters. Squatters. Squatters rights. Yeah. Look, I had uh, my, my first look at title fraud was uh, I started my first company uh, on my own in 2003. And one of the very first closings we did, I went in really early. Uh, the guy wanted his cash buyer, uh, free and clear home, about a $60,000 home. Yep. And he sold that property, walked with about 50, 50 grand. And then he sold the same property to 11 more people at 11 different different title companies that day. Wow. We had no problem because ours got recorded first. Those other 10 people were out the money. Wow. wow. You know, and, and that's so easy to do. Anybody right. could do that. Got about, got about 30 seconds left, right. Matt. Final, the, final words, Matt. Sure. Well, look, the, the, what I find interesting about Kevin's and, and this, this product is this, is that if I had pulled up, gone to public records, pulled up any of these uh, properties, and I had seen this firewall on that property, I'd have just gone to another property. Exactly. That's the, it's like having an ADT sign in front of your front house. You a have. robber doesn't rob with a ro- it's, it's You just go to the one that doesn't have it. And, exactly. and your targets are unlimited. There's millions of homes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yep. uh, So I'd like to come back uh, soon, uh, Br- uh, Brandon, and get into uh, the specifics of, of how our service works and how you it helps it. people. Yeah, we'll dive deeper. Kevin Overstreet, Matthew Cox, thanks for uh, being, on, being on the show today. Thank you uh, so Thanks much. to all of our listeners, our viewers out there, our producers, and our team behind the scenes. Please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. We'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Follow us online at BrandonRhymes1 on Instagram and Twitter. Platinum MVP team at KW. See you next time. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.